All right, friends. Um, beginning of this episode, please forgive the dust. We're sort of still getting used to our whole recording setup. And uh, we had a bit of technical issues. My mic wasn't working as well. You'll hear it. You'll hear it. So anyway, um, just forgive the wonkiness at the beginning and enjoy the show. All right, everybody, get your ass to Mars. It's that movie podcast with Bob and Jason. I'm Bob. And I'm Ann Jason, and we're Bob and Jason. That's right. Yeah. And today we have a very special guest, uh, which we... Very special? Well, well... Marginally average. <laughs> Mar- marginally special. Um, but we talked about him last time, and uh, we were very excited to have him. Saying the highest praises. Yes, very much. And uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Ochoa. Hello. Insert applause. <sighs> <laughs> the, the two applause is uh, actually realistic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and man we got the whole crew here mandar's back oh uh-huh, yes from the dead from the dead yeah she was pretty dead when we recorded episode two i don't know what that means she was really sick i was oh, sick was she and then oh. you guys dug me out of my I grave she was just yeah remember just out you remember about. digging her out of her grave you remember the headless chickens and the yeah, the, the, ritual. the headless chickens brought you me don't. back to it. No, it's super freaking awesome. Like, this is our crew. This is That Movie Podcast with Bob and Jason's crew. Now, I mean, yeah, it's called That Movie Podcast with Bob and Jason, but there's so much more to this podcast. So yeah. much more. Our, the, the group has uh, doubled in size from uh, last week, so. Yeah. Well, you know, I thought last week was kind of good to do, at least for me, I don't know about you, but it like helped me feel a little bit more confident about doing the show in general. Yeah, because although I feel like okay, we're funny guys, or maybe we're not funny guys, but we have funny, funny conversations. <laughs> well, you know, oh, by yes. the way, <laughs> the rhythm section podcast had this thing where they said you have a face made for podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now you know, you know how they they say you have a face made for radio. It means you're fucking ugly. <laughs> well, face made for podcasts is just even worse. <laughs> so. So, so um, Jason just dove right in like this is this yeah, is for me. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I was like, oh hell yeah! So uh, listen, listeners out there, uh, show us your podcast faces. Tweet them to at that movie pod. I think that'd be freaking hilarious. We take nudes. Oh God, I do. Um, you can send them. Actually, to me. if you want to just send it straight to my phone, it would. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> here's my phone number. It'll uh, be all dudes five, five, if five. there's nudes. I know. Honestly, it'll be all dudes. All dudes nudes <laughs> on that movie podcast. <laughs> With Matt and Amanda. (laughs) Our first spinoff. So we're going to go over our rating system of Dudes Nudes every week. (laughs) That's awesome. Dudes Nudes. We have to to snatch that up before... uh, That's that's another podcast. Oh, God. (laughs) Pun intended or... (laughs) Not at the time, but... Anyway, yeah. um, Man, so still even more... um, even more listeners than last last show. It's pretty freaking fun. Yeah, and I um, totally did here, not me, believe me, in uh, Twitter. 
Um, yeah. I, I believe in Twitter now. I've been so. messing with Twitter for like three days. Well, because Matt called me Pop Pop when I said I don't know anybody that uses Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Pop Pop. <laughs> so oh, I was, was like, so oh. you, you access it from the Wi-Fi? <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me let me see. So so from uh, from our new listenership. We uh, oh by the way new development since episode two we uh, got on iTunes even and um, it was pretty it's pretty awesome which is so cool to see like to be able to search on iTunes and our picture come up and like I, I that's just really cool which is weird because really I put the I put the new logo that Sam did on... I don't know why it stays the old one yeah it, it when you subscribe it, as the new one. It, it comes up as a new one yeah it's really weird okay anyway so subscribe now get two covers. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I just turned into the Kool-Aid man. God. Um, what do you oh, run through that wall, Jason? Yeah, I probably would. Wait till I finish this bottle of tequila and then get started on the Kraken. Oh, so um anyway, if you love me, listeners, send me some Jose Cuervo. Just, I'll take some Firestone to... Union Jack. If you don't IPAs. love him, just send him some Bacardi. He hates it and I love it. So Matt drink it all. Jackass. Um, anyway, we got our first review <laughs> on iTunes, and I am—I gotta say, I'm a little bit pissed. What did your wife? What did your wife put? <laughs> no, I think Bob. I think Bob posted this. It was not me. No, I Bob. Bob doesn't know how to post anything. So on. Bob, yeah, yeah, I honestly don't. How do I subscribe to this Bobcast? Won't connect to uh, iTunes. I know. Movies. Anyway, yeah. So, so our first uh, review. It's just titled two words, Bobby Payne. <laughs> did, they right spell, did they spell Payne with an I? They should have. No, uh, they, well, they spelled got it correctly. It right. they got oh man! No, Super this fan. this dude is like up Bob's butt. All right, so dude or chick, it could be Sam. I don't even know. Um, so it says first off, the dude is legit. Nuff said. Next level analysis. <laughs> Jason is good too. Fat black chick, appreciate the honesty. <laughs> Maybe I just have a man crush on Bob. He knows. Anyways, great stuff, dudes. Entertaining. Until next time, I'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs> now, let her no. know. In fact, you guys are actually the Jay and Silent Bob. That oh. Jason quite talks and uh, Bob. Bob talks less. Yeah, that, 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 that <laughs> you should just talk that once makes per episode. Real easy for yeah. the yeah. you, should, you should speak once per episode and yeah. just keep it. Just be like, true dad. No, I'll wait like 10 episodes so it's like something when I actually talk. <laughs> it actually matters. Man, I just coughed over that. It's going to sound awful. God damn it. We'll, we'll edit that in post. <laughs> I can't save that. That's the first t-shirt. It's got to be. Oh, yeah. If you guys have ideas for t-shirts or something or have an, a way of making t-shirts... It'd be so awesome. Or to you just t-shirts. want to send us cool stuff. Send us cool shit. I want a shirt of Jason on a flaming tiger with wings riding into battle. Can that, that would be, be awesome. We need to Photoshop that, Mandar. Yes. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, sorry if I sound a bit more sultry than normal. I've had the worst. You do look really salty. Yes, salty. Salty. Sul- salty. I said sultry. That's salty. Well, salty. you look salty. Yeah. I sound. I do. I'm kind of sweaty. It's hot in here. I've been dealing with the worst allergies. Uh, yesterday it sounded like James Earl Jones. Not a problem. Which, if we were doing the Star Wars episode, it would have been awesome. But uh, otherwise, yeah. But now, anyway, do you sound with him with the voice or just the breathing? Both, really. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like it's taking all I got to not breathe like super heavily right now, too. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, so how you guys doing? You guys have good weeks since last week? No. A good month. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I had my period. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. We might be on the same cycle. (laughs) We're all going to start synchronizing our periods. Yeah, I know, since we see each other once every couple of months or so, yeah. We are a period. (laughs) We kind of are. We have irregular periods. (laughs) (laughs) I think that it would be so cool if we could do at least once a month. It'd be cool. (laughs) Heavy flow. (laughs) I would prefer to do like two a month every two weeks yeah that'd be super good math, super Jason. cool good math i can't math very well okay bob <laughs> so i get excited when i math correctly um uh, oh you know what? here something to talk about uh matt so everyone kind of get to know you a bit yeah, uh, yeah you just went to WonderCon. yeah what? Why don't you tell us about the experience it was... nerd alert it was full <laughs> <laughs> was full of wonder um i don't know i go to wondercon uh i've been going for like four or five years now the uh it's the same company that does actual comic con so you do see a lot of big names over there but it's a lot less people i've gone to comic con also um it's just comic cons become really big and there's honestly just like a herd of people and um takes away from the fun of it it does and then uh oh yeah we literally had to walk like five blocks away just to get away from a crowd it's like when uh, on Walking Dead and you see like a mass of walkers and you don't want to go to that direction. <laughs> and that's kind of what uh, Comic-Con has been, uh, become. Um, so WonderCon, though, it's it's awesome. It's it's smaller. It's more intimate. Uh, but you still see a lot of cool things you over there. You hug a lot of people. I wasn't allowed to go 2013 because I hugged too many people. Free hugs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, ch- tickets are super cheap over there. Instead of Comic-Con being like two, 300 bucks, like 55 bucks this, this year for WonderCon. Um, that's awesome. But the fun part is like dressing up because you feel like a mini celebrity sometimes if you do dress up and uh for us it was su- something super simple we were uh, bob's burgers the kids from there the, the belchers so which I'll, were awesome yeah. i loved looking those at all awesome. those pictures and, uh, we're gonna we're gonna share a link on the facebooks and Amazing. the twitters awesome um like my friend Brittany, she's the one that plays tina with us and she's uh, really into cosplay she's really good at it she actually made like a winter soldier arm last year and it looks like you know movie quality stuff and she goes as winter soldier and people are like oh yeah that's cool but then when we put on her Bob's Burgers costume, she's nonstop like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" And we're like, "This." Was she like, uh, "Yeah," she, uh, and I was the pretty sister. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it was funny because you know we're wearing like a collective thirty dollars worth of clothes that we got at a thrift store, That's versus awesome. her you know hours of making cosplay props, and people were going more nuts for our Bob's Burgers just because it was just more goofy and less serious. So speaking of superheroes. I have a uh, thing I want to do with every new guest we have on the show. Everyone's just like groaning silently right now. <laughs> Everyone just face palmed right now. <laughs> they wouldn't. They couldn't hear it, Bob. You have to face palm hard enough. There you go. <laughs> I did it too. My forehead. Right yeah, face palm yourself. That's yeah. a lot of forehead. I know. <laughs> it's a five head. <laughs> <one would say. laughs> no. What I want to do with every single guest, I have a question. I've I've asked this for years, like since I was in like a, seat, a sophomore in high school. Where like when I start meet, like I meet a new person, we start hanging out. Something that I really like to ask them to like get to know them is to gauge their their character. Yes, to gauge their character. No, just to like see what kind of zany things they can come up with. Is I ask them if you could have one superpower. It can't be like multiple. It has to be one superpower. You were that kid in the play playground, weren't you? Yes. No, just one. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. No, um, if you could have one superpower. 
but it could be anything as long as it's unique to you and it's not used in the comics. What would it be? So you have had to have read every comic ever. <laughs> no, no. I think it's just something but that's not popular. Like, you know, be... you can't have laser eyes. Yeah. You can't, you know. There's yeah. something that has laser eyes? He's Superman. <laughs> Superman, Cyclops. <laughs> uh, the list goes on. Okay. Uh, I cl- bet you claws Googled... that rip out of my hands? How about that? That was what I came up with. <laughs> claws that rip out? Like they're detachable? No, they, they do this. They just jump right out of my hand. <laughs> I don't think that's taken. Is that no, taken? Yeah, no. probably not. Never heard of it. It could yeah, be like the badger I think, I think or it was Webs uh, that shoot out of my arm. I think, I think that was on this up-and-coming comic book that was just starting out. <laughs> I think it's called Spider-Man or something. The Never name sounds kind of lame, I know, but uh, but let's give him a chance. No, anyway. Um, yeah, so so I'm talking like weird superpowers, like just stuff you, like, you would never think of or... Would never like. There's not a chance that you would ever see them in the comics. Like mine is an exploding high five. <laughs> like you would explode the person you high five. That means when I high five, it just boom. And it's like, and my super my superhero name would be dynamite. But what's <laughs> what's the aftermath? No, well, so so here, here's here's the way it would work. Okay, so I'd make friends with the bad guys. Okay, and, hey fellow bad yeah, guy, yeah, I'd high a five bad guy too. And then and then they would do something particularly nasty. And I'd be like, oh, that was awesome. High five. <laughs> They'd blow up and I'd save the day. Okay, so, now, so, so after I, how I, many deaths? <laughs> how long were you also a bad guy? Why did they even hang out with you if they didn't know your superpower? I didn't say it was foolproof, okay? okay. Well, this is what I have to say to that. I want somebody, one of our listeners, please find a comic book or movie where you see two bad guys high-fiving. To death. No, that's just, no, no, just no, no, high fiving. Okay, Never okay, okay hold on. How about this? How about this? Go up to some random stranger on the street, or not, not, not some random stranger because they might someone that just murdered. No, Say no, good no. murder over there. <laughs> high five. five. Uh, no, but go up to a friend and tell him high five, and more times, than, more often than not, they will give you a high five back. What? What if I did that at work to you? Or you I would give you me? a freaking high no, five. Oh, what about the other way around? What? If I walked up to you and I said, high five, you probably wouldn't give me a high five because you're a dick. <laughs> now, does it need to be a high five that they have consent with? Or could you set them can up? Can you force them? Could you force up? a high five? You can force a high five. I don't know if that counts force, as a high five. Force five. Force five. I don't like that. No, it doesn't right. sound. So, 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 so here's what I want to do now, okay? I want to go around the room and I want to I wanna ask everybody, what superpower would you have? But it can't, it has to be unique to you. I'll give another example, okay? Friend of mine, he said that he would have a prophetic belly button. <laughs> His belly button could like speak and like prophesy events that would happen in the future. And so I, I was think that's to... in one of the movies we watched for this episode. Oh really? Activate the reactor. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> No, he said okay. So his his belly button is prophetic, and um, it would tell him like events that would happen in the future. Like, hey, watch out for that piano, you know, like a falling like piano. Like Raven. But he would never, yeah. Except, <laughs> but but he would never say when it was going to happen. So it could be like 15 minutes from now, it could be two hours from now, it could be two days from now. You don't know when it's going to happen, but you know a piano is going to fall on your head. So that gives you some options. It could be completely I, I would useless. complain, but my power is way worse anyway, so yeah, I don't so, have much room. So so you're our guest. Matt, why don't you go first? Um, so I, I already told you mine, and I really can't top it. This has always been the power that I wanted for uh, since I turned 23 and got less energetic and became old. <laughs> I want the power to nap, but time stops when I'm asleep. 
so you know for everyone you know i have so much time to do things and i'm not tired anymore because i just go take a nap and time stop where i left it so to everybody else you're awake all the time right that's pretty cool and i also won't age while i'm sleeping so that would be it huh? that that would be it okay any anything that can make me more lazy but not appear lazy that would I had That's a, what I want. I had a super superpower idea for you. What was it? <laughs> okay, so, so <laughs> Amanda heard it. When I, she was kind of my sounding board on this. She laughed, so I said, "We're doing it." Um, so your name is Ochoa, right? Correct. And Ocho is Spanish for eight. Ah. Okay, so you're a Mexican superhero. See, you walk Does around. He have to wear the mask? No, he's got a big. I will som- though. He's got a big sombrero and a big old poncho. And it's like poncho blows in the wind. It's like his cape, right? Mm-hmm. So he walks around, and he's like he's like the Mexican version of the shadow. <laughs> okay, and he comes out of the shadows, and he says, "Say hello to my little friends." And you open up the poncho, and there's eight tiny little men <laughs> all huddled onto your body, <laughs> and they all come down, and they're the ones who do all the fighting. So I'm not made of these men; they just hang out with no, me. No, they just they're. <laughs> That's why you're Ochoa. There, there's eight. Because there's eight of like, them. I got you. Ochoa. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was my superpower idea for you. So. I thought it was amazing. So you can pick either one of those you want. I want a nap. Oh, God. <laughs> lazy. See, but you can be lazy because you're not doing any of the fighting. It's true, but I'm also these not eight napping. tiny men are I got to lift these tiny men wherever I go. No, they're really light. They, they're like, they they're still like, add weight to me. Do they have they hollow have, bones? They like have avian, avian <laughs> bones in <laughs> them. How well can they fight if their bones Ke- are hollow? Careful, my bones. Yeah. <laughs> right, so let's only do, fight let's do, birds. Let's do clockwise now, Mandar. What's what's your uh, your superpower idea? My my superpower would be to summon dead fish from my palms. <laughs> what? Would you just start twirling them around and whacking bad guys? Like yeah, just like. <clears throat> Oh god! <laughs> that sound effect. So Catch, that- catchphrase is: "There's something fishy." <laughs> There's something fishy around here. <laughs> I got clammy hands. Clammy hands. That could be my Who name. The fuck's throwing these dead fish? <laughs> How Just annoying! Hiding, hiding behind a trash now, can. Now, <laughs> would they be different fish? Like every would you get to choose, or is that like a random fish? It's just random fish from whatever so realm. So sometimes like a swordfish whatever will just pop out I'm... and it, you'll actually yeah. be useful? Prehistoric yeah. fish even? Yeah, prehistoric, whatever the fuck. So it's like the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> is the Loch Ness Monster a fish? I don't know a fish. Um, Le- 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 Leoporidon. Le- Le- what, what is ple- it? Ple- Plesiosaur. Plesiosaur. God! <laughs> Nerds! There's actual like daggers on Jason right now. <laughs> I but no, you can it. have like a great white and it will snap your wrist whenever you summon it. Mm, yeah. That would be awesome. But I mean, the chances of that. Okay, Bob. All right, I was th- I really thought about this. I came up with a really good one. Uh oh, here All we right. go. I turn green and get real big, <laughs> and I get really strong. Oh my god! You're and like an if idiot. people are shooting me, I just kind of wave my hands in the air at it. <laughs> That'd be a that'd be a great one, That's right? That's great. I, yeah, never I've never that. ever heard of that one. Yeah, that or I was thinking like if I can touch a playing card and make it explode when I throw <laughs> it. <laughs> those those are those, those were my number. That was number one and number two. You are Excelsior. <laughs> okay, how, do you have a real one? What do you mean? The, were those taken? Yes, those are taken. <laughs> no, no fucking way. Those were taken. The Hulk and Gambit. Now, Gambit's the one that gets angry, right? Yes. Okay. 
Now thinking, is this now, Wikipedia? Now think of... <laughs> try, you can't try use about, that for this game? Maybe about... Maybe do something like... Uh, like, like you got to you use your last name. Pain. 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 Oh, oh here we go. Maybe That's you have... Idea. Like no, I can hurt people. You no can pain be hurt. threshold. <laughs> you can, yeah, you have no pain threshold. <laughs> like I, I the slightest, br- the slightest breeze will send you to the hospital for like eight oh. months. Oh, the outside. <laughs> the, it's, the outside. It's time for the, pain. <laughs> the spores. <laughs> this dander is so heavy. <laughs> My, mine was a secret garden reference. Oh, God, oh my it, God. Oh. I like how we reference like nerd stuff and he references the secret garden. <laughs> how old were you when the secret garden came out? <laughs> I was watching Jurassic Park when that came out. Yeah, Jurassic Park. Oh, I watched both, all right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm well-rounded. But why? I saw Jurassic Park twice. No, oh, I saw it in the theaters, I think, two or three times. Yeah. The secret garden? Which I have... <laughs> yes. Uh, um, <laughs> Which I'm still on the Bob, fence about the why new... are you wearing that dress right now? <laughs> Is that your power? You just slowly I, turn I into wear, a woman? I wear dresses. Do you slowly turn into a woman? His superpower is that he is hey, a, he is a girly man. I'm one of them. But he disguises it as looking like a bro. Yeah, that's why I have this mustache. It's actually really convincing. Yeah. Hmm. Alright, our first movie. Oh, we're getting into it. That, we're getting just like that, huh? Just like that. Uh, Predator. Cue background music. First movie, Predator, 1987, action, sci-fi, thriller. A team of commandos on a mission in a Central American jungle find themselves hunted by an extraterrestrial warrior. Jason, the tagline. Tagline for this movie, if it bleeds, we can kill it. So, uh, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers... Um, I need another, another shot of tequila. Bill Duke, Jesse Ventura, uh, Sonny Landham. Landham? Landham. Landham. I like Landham. Landham. I'm a Landham. How many, how many beers have you had? Yes. How many marijuanas <laughs> have you smoked today? I will have one marijuana, please. I knew a guy that smoked two marijuanas and he died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So directed by John McTiernan, who also did Die Hard, Die Hard 2, Die Hard with a Vengeance, uh, Hunt for Red October, 13th Warrior, a few others. 13th Warrior. One of the most memorable ones is The Last Acting Hero. So with uh, with The Predator, um, the intro, did anybody else think that was the longest intro that to That was the lamest intro. Okay, okay. So be- like at the, <clears throat> the first part of it, though, I thought it was pretty awesome because like, oh... I- here comes Predator Mom dropping off Predator Kid. Okay, bye, son. And he's yeah, like, drops him off. I didn't even think about yeah. that. Like this shuttle that. like just drops off something. And he's and like, okay, bye, leave. son. Yeah. Have fun. Have fun with your friends. Yeah, but it okay, just, it, the intro goes on forever. Yeah, and forever. It's, and there's, there's nothing. Like, there's shit. nothing that even freaking happens. It's like just, it's like some guys land in a helicopter and they get out. And they go, and the music's all. <laughs> the best part though is like, I, I think the it's best part though, like 80s. everyone that came out of the helicopter is dressed like how everyone's dad's dressed now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Have Have you guys heard the like where the concept for the predator came from? No. So I'm I'm gonna read the the week from part. from the movie Alien. Yep. It came, it came after. 
Oh, what? Did yeah, they? No, it, like, it did not. Seventy nine. Shit. All right. So I'm, I'm going to read from the Wikipedia page. For a few months following the release of Rocky IV, a joke was making rounds in Hollywood. Since Rocky Balboa had run out of earthly opponents, he would fight an alien on the fifth installment. Oh, nice. <laughs> so wait, so Sylvester Stallone what? was supposed to yeah. be fighting Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, so that was, that was a joke that was kind of running around Hollywood because Rocky IV, I mean, we all know it was huge success. Probably the best Rocky movie that has been made. Hey, hey brother. Hey, hey. Brother, yeah, hey. but... That's my best Sylvester Stallone. Three was all right. So screenwriters Jim and John Thomas took inspirations from the joke and wrote a screenplay based on it. The Thomas script for Predator was originally titled Hunter. It was picked up by 20th Century Hunter. It was picked up by 20th Century Fox in 1985 and turned over to producer Joel Silver, who, based on his experience with Commando, decided to turn the science fiction pulp storyline into a big budget film. So. It was based off of a joke because of how successful Rocky was. And like, well, you know, it's not going to happen. We're not going to have Rocky in space. So let's just fucking get Make the next best thing. Yeah, have, have Rocky on Earth with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> um, well, you know, and had had you ever seen the prototype Predator? That's what I was going to say. Yeah. It would have been destroyed. You would have never heard of this movie had that. It looked like, to me, when I watched it, it looked like a villain in the original Power Rangers. So, uh, originally... <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. No, it's not. I would watch it. Originally, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme was going to be the Predator. He was actually in the costume in that prototype suit. Really? He was in the prototype suit. And, I would uh, watch that movie. That's, yeah. No. So, this is Jean-Claude Van Damme when he came off the boat. This is before Bloodsport, before Kickboxer, before he was anything over here. That's racist. I like uh, that you're... <laughs> That's racist. I like that you're so knowledgeable about all this stuff. You You bring a whole new element to this podcast. You bring knowledge. (laughs) So he's uh, the brains of the operation. (laughs) Bob's the good looks. Mandar's the other even better looks. And I'm. You give looks. I'm the drunk one. You give the looks. I give the looks. Yeah, Yeah, I look at everyone. Just the weight dragging it down. So he was fresh out the boat. He wanted to uh, show off his martial arts prowess, I guess. But, you know, being the Predator, as we've seen it, it, he's not really a physical character. He's just kind of there. He's kind of more commanding. And uh, like you were saying, there was a prototype suit. And the original suit that he was shooting with was entirely red because for the uh, invisibility parts of the movie, when the Predator just, just the, the crazy invisible parts because they're shooting up against the, the the green forest in mexico so they couldn't do like a green bodysuit kind of right thing, so they yeah. did red instead because it was easier to pick up no one told jean-claude van damme that he thought he was just red lobster monster when he was filming it <laughs> that would be awesome yeah and uh so i would watch that movie <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't in a heartbeat you and you would never heard of that movie <laughs> And uh, so he thought that's what the monster looked like. He thought he was just his red lobster bug. And uh, he got super pissed off and like, dude, you know, this is this is just for this couple scenes. The first half of the movie, Predator is invisible. And uh, they dec- they filmed a few parts actually with the new suit after the prototype because honestly, the, the, the prototype kind of sucked. It looked like a bug. It looked like really... What yeah. I saw, it was like really kind of bulby looked, and like kind of. It looked goofy. like one of the the monsters or the the aliens from uh, uh, District Nine. That looks just Wait, like like the like the elites from Halo. A little bit. They actually had like, exactly. 
not not on the face, but they actually had like the backwards legs going that way, and that's what they wanted was something with the backwards legs, but super awkward. Chicken legs, kind of. And Jean Claude's like, you know, I can't do any more martial arts in this, and they're like, yeah, I can't, I can't bend my legs. You're not, you're not supposed to anyway. But imagine that, um, but entirely red, because of the 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 effects. They're you know gonna make them invisible, so that entire suit was just plain. Red, you couldn't see any details on it. It just looked like that would be awesome. And it uh, looks like a lot, it's a Zoidberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. And so, yeah, no one told him beforehand, like, you know, is this for this part? So and he all that. bowed out of it because so they switched. because of a miscommunication, well, really. For that part, that that's what made him mad, but also the suit just looked so bad. They're like, you know, this well, suits, green screen suits, and stuff like no, that. No, just in, just just bad. the concept monster. They kind of went back on that. They're like, this kind of doesn't look good. So they, you know, came to the predator that we know, and Jean Claude actually wore the suit, and he, um, the scene where the predator actually reveals himself out of the invisibility, and Duke just kind of like destroys the rainforest. Oh yeah, that is actually Jean Claude Van Damme in the movie. Oh really? Yeah, really. Yeah, and then I after know. after I bet they, you he didn't get any credit for that. He didn't. Well, not until after because he actually bowed out. Then after that scene because he wasn't happy with the way that it looked, so he actually quit two days later. So uh, later on, it was carried on by Kevin Peter Hall. He was actually the dude that played Harry and the Hendersons. Really? Yeah, he was actually the. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Which, and, by the way, we need to watch that movie. I yeah. love that movie. Yeah. Like, so, we uh, need to watch it together. I don't know if group. I'd like it as much now, but when I was a kid, I loved it. That was one of my no, favorite movies back then. watch it drunk. It'll be so much I'll different. be a kid again if I'm drunk, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also wanted to say, you know, with Jean-Claude Van Damme being the red lobster bug, they called him uh, Prongclaw Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the other part, too, was Jean-Claude Van Damme, you know, his stature, he's not a big guy. And in the movie, you know... And you now have, he's pretty chunky. He's... But he's still pretty short. I mean, I don't know what his height is, but I mean, you're going up against Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jesse Ventura. He's huge. Which are like six something. Yeah, right. They're these old, massive like hunks of meat. Yeah, mountains of so men. So the guy that replaced him, the uh, oh, uh, Mandar, be, be still your beating heart. Mm. The the uh, Kevin Peter Hall, um, he's actually seven six. So that wow. guy, yeah, that guy was huge. So anyway, you can see the concept monster actually in Predators. It's one of the 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 creatures chasing Tover Grace. And that was the concept. Tover Grace is in Predators? Have you not seen Predators? No! Okay, so Predator 2 sucks. Predators, awesome. You can't have I want to see... You I want to have Danny Glover replace Arnold Schwarzenegger. And just what? <laughs> really? Danny Glover, Oh my yes. god! I gotta see these movies. Predator so, 2? Yeah, it's Predator like 2. The, the Concrete Jungle. Really? Yeah. Oh my lying. god! Yeah. It's absolutely. It's unwatchable. Everyone's oh wearing like god. weird 90s zoot suits. Unwatchable is like my favorite type of movie. I wouldn't say it's unwatchable. It's just, it's not good. Okay, so with this movie, the intro, I was laughing more than I was actually into the movie. Like, this was not a good way to start a movie. With the, like the most intense music and the imagery is just so boring. Like you're talking about, it's a bunch of dads getting together out of a That's helicopter. why I think it was so perfect for an 80s movie, though. It was like, that's what the 80s I guess, were. but it's like, okay, me looking at it from a 2015 resident. I'm a resident of 2015. <laughs> yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> anyway, like me watching that now, I was just like, okay, this has got to be a joke. And and I, I know I wouldn't have been thinking that. If I was in the 80s watching right. this movie. Right. But still, I was just laughing at like, the entire movie. Like, away with a lot of stuff in the 80s on action movies. Yeah, like like I'm saying, like this encompasses the 80s action movie. It's not like 
you know, it's not the best movie ever. It's not it's, good. Right. Well, but eh. it's but it's an 80s action movie. It's a movie. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god, this is so hilarious. And I was laughing more than I was actually in. That it. was the thing, though. Like, 80s action movies were just so pumped uh, uh, with testosterone. Just like yeah. every single part of it is just like, how I can't. About, how about the very first time um, the, the two main. It's Arnold and what's the other guy? The black Dylan. guy. Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. Dylan, when the they were, were they first meet. Yeah. And they do the handshake and they're basically That's, like arm wrestling in the air. And it's you just see the most shredded the muscles. The like, handshake. Oh. Shake on cinema. Yeah, women I... <laughs> became pregnant in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I was laughing so hard when they were doing that. And he's like, hey, how you doing? Just busy pushing pencils? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that was the best handshake, too. Because, like, grips at each other's, like, forearms, too. It's not even at the palm. It's just, like, yeah. boom, muscle. Well, they're just, like, arm wrestling. Yeah, and just, like, know, the tidal waves. Just that, be... like, yeah, it's just the rippling muscles yeah. of... Of sexuality. I grew a second penis right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like, if you think about, like, the cartoons, you know, it was like, like, He-Man and all these, like, like, juice, all these guys that are yeah. just juiced up on, and that's what, as kids, we all liked He-Man and all these, all these action figures were like, yeah. they were just totally jacked. And yeah. These guys were, like, living <laughs> Which, figures by the of way, those cartoon, cartoons. That cartoons. 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 Yes. <laughs> cartoons Which, that we watch. by the way, have you seen how they talk about how Barbie is, like, an unfair stereotype for women? Oh, yeah, and then what the fuck? And then you see He-Man, he's like, <laughs> He's just nothing but muscles, but Barbie is an unfair stereotype for women. It's like, what dude looks like that? Except for Arnold, I mean, yeah. <laughs> come on. Yeah, and Arnold at his prime, like yeah, oh Miss no more. Universe Arnold, <laughs> Miss, Miss, Miss Universe. Universe. <laughs> <laughs> now <laughs> just picturing Arnold in a tutu. <laughs> no, that was a. Uh, somebody needs to Photoshop oh, yeah. that, right? That was a. Uh, I think I think you're thinking of uh, Hulk Hogan and uh and uh, what was the the nanny movie he did? Uh, for Predator, I'm gonna steal this before you guys can take it. But the best quote of the movie. <laughs> oh god. I'm gonna take this. <laughs> Bunch of slack jawed faggots around here. This stuff make you no. This stuff make you into a goddamn right. sexual tyrannosaurus. Build up, just build, like build up the scene. This is Jesse Ventura, oh, the man oh yeah, with the dimple, like more manlier yes. than Bruce Campbell, yes. like the perfect dimple. No, in hold all on, history. hold on, hold on. Watch your mouth. So we're in all the right, we're right, in the so, holocopter. Little oh, Richard's yeah, playing. You know and you're right. I'm, I've been so distracted. That's right. Little Richard. <laughs> Little Richard's playing. It's, it's Richard so good. Playing, they're in the, the helicopter. sweaty hot man. There's a dude shaving himself with a razor without oh, any. What, any what, the, yes. what the hell was up with that? Shaving himself for ten minutes and he started passing around. Well, how his long did it take for everyone to take? Well, this was Jesse Ventura. To this is Jesse Ventura. He's passing around his his his, his uh, chew, and everyone's like, "Nah, I'm fine. Then, I'm nah, fine." Nah, and then Jesse Ventura says, "He seems a little annoyed," and responds, "Bunch of slack jawed faggots around here." This stuff would make you into a goddamn ty- uh, sexual tyrannosaurus just okay. like me. You have to, gotta, you have to rephrase I, that without stuttering. I know, oh. I can't. I can cut out I'll do that it. stutter. I can't. I can read it. You can, do, you have, do, it do you have the second line? Because that's also my favorite part. Oh, you just do it then. All right. So Jesse Ventura is passing around the chew, and everyone turns it down, and he's like, bunch of slat jog faggots around here. This stuff will make you into a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus just like me. And then the other dude's like, <laughs> strap this on your sore ass, Blaine. But also, that's when you hear the the laugh for the first time. 
Oh, that's... Which laugh? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Which, oh as, a, as a kid, I didn't understand the end of the movie. I was yeah. like, well, why would he laugh like us? That makes yeah. no sense. And then, as an adult, I watched it. That's I go, oh. one thing that I, I, like, okay, I watched this movie last night. And, okay, <laughs> oh, and, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me preface this <laughs> a little bit. I you have had, had a child. I, <laughs> <laughs> we just had a child, yeah. Last minute. So, okay, so sleep deprivation is involved. 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 Sleep involved. Sleep deprivation, and also my allergies have been terrible. Yesterday sounded like uh, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> and, and I don't even understand that reference. <laughs> not Samuel L. I mean, who's the guy who did t- Darth Vader? I just said James it. Earl Jones. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, oh I might have had God. a little too much to drink. The other black guy. The other black guy. I swear in I'm Star not racist. Wars? The other one in movies. They're both in the Star Wars. Come on. No. So, but I was very sleep deprived. I was on a ton of allergy medicine. And I drank this tea that is supposed to like help you clear out your sinuses. Mm-hmm. But it's it's called like severe cold and flu tea or something. It's like, it's it's weird. But it like really Fs with your mind. Anyway, when they were talking about, um, they were showing the Predator and everything like that, I was just kind of like, I was looking at it through a very, like, literal sense that I should not have been looking at, like, because it's an 80s movie right, and you're, stuff you're, like that. you're thinking of a but, now like, movie. They were showing they were showing how the Predator was, like, he had his visor on and he could see, like, the heat signatures of everybody. And I was like, you can't freaking see a thing! <laughs> I was like, how can you make out anything on there? It's a bunch <laughs> of blue and a little bit of red here and there. <laughs> Uh, well, in the and I was so drugged up. I was just like, "What is this?" And, but in the in the jungle, it probably be more of an advantage. Welcome to the jungle. Well, imagine imagine fighting in the jungle. I would probably rather have uh, heat sense than anything else. Well, I mean, we don't even know shit. if it was really heat sense or ultraviolet or you know what it was. It, it was it was a different spectrum. Nerd. According to Metal Gear Solid, it was thermal goggles. Sure, but according to maybe Predator. Um, what I wrote down for it was um, kind of a kind of parallel with with us would be that the predators' advanced weapons and camouflage um, is a lot like our advances in hunting. You know, when, yeah, when, it's like someone going on safari yeah, and yeah, like we, we killing a lion, or like, we go uh, deer hunting. You yeah. know, you're in full camo. You are to that deer or that bear yeah. what the predator is to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Um, you, you see your friends in... getting picked off and they're like, Whoa. yeah, exactly. And it's, you know, you're always on guard and it's just, it's a perfect parallel of what we've done yeah. with hunting. We and freaking have, you know, people have deer urine on them and yeah. all kinds and of And I, I think that's always been stuff. part of what predator is. It's, he's always been like a game hunter. We're a game to them. Which is why I like, I, I'm like when I'm watching the movie, I'm not even like, I'm not even mad at him. I'm like, no, <laughs> you're, you're. You're a hunter. That's it's yeah, it's your it's your game. And, and he always takes like a, he always are, takes a trophy too. Like, yeah, he always rips up you know and, the spine and the skull and it's awesome. Yeah, and, and there there'll be <laughs> those those without weapons and he won't touch them. And yeah. I'm just like, oh no, I like you. You're the villain in this movie, but I like your right, character right. so much. You're and not like, you're not something sinister. You're just yeah. You're just like hey, I'm hunting for sport. Yeah, this is uh, this is for fun. You know when you watch 
any alien invasion movie, it's always just we're gonna just take your whatever. You yeah, know, we want like, your resources yeah, and stuff and, like that. And this is like no amount. This is like fun. a va- this is vacation to and the predator. I, I want I want sport and yeah. I want fun. Yeah. Okay, and, I just gotta say, I heard you guys talking about all this, and that that was a huge. Speaking to the mic. That was a huge eye opener for me because I felt the exact opposite the whole time I was watching the predator movie. This is what the predator is. He is. He is a, a game a big game well, hunter. I know, and and the whole time I was watching it, I was like, he's so much more advanced than these humans. He's just playing with them. Yeah, yeah, he's a sick. Yeah, fuck. That's what we do. And uh, well, I know. Well, and that's the thing. you can almost is, take is, it as far as to say that it was like a uh, almost like a coming of age type of thing for him. He was you know trying to prove yeah, himself to his I species. Didn't, I didn't even think about that until you guys were talking about that. And I was like, oh my god, this movie's I was awesome now. Taking a piss, and I was like, what? <laughs> It just changed the entire movie he for me. stopped midstream. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, but seriously, that that is an amazing way to think about it. And I didn't, I, I mean, uh, there's got to be other people who have watched this oh, movie. This well, no, this this is actual. It's good if you don't think of it in that way. Well, well, I know. But, it, but this is actual. This, like, I cannot have been the only person to have thought this while watching this movie. Right, but this but this is actual. About like it from that way, it changes my whole perspective yeah, on the movie. But this is it the should. actual like story fact is that that was why the predator was there. They talk about later on in the movie how um, she said basically it's like it's like this is sort of like the origin of the chupacabra myths where where yeah they call him like the devil of the forest or something yeah it's like, like every that. every like once every year somebody comes in and starts picking off people from the forest obviously this race of whatever you want to call these aliens predators. That's what I prefer. Well, yeah. That's what they prefer. That's, okay. Yeah, that's true, because that's what they call the movie. Speaking of drugs, though, I thought it was pretty awesome that you can tell how hard the Predator raves by his blood. <laughs> it was just pure glow stick. It was just pure glow stick. And he also had, you know, the, he had the dreads. That's that's what you see at, like, the rave shit. That's just... <laughs> you guys are just opening he my was... eyes to a whole new way of watching this movie. Yeah, I need he, to he watch was... it again. He was uh, brought on by uh, some raver uh, Jamaican guy, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I, I love the whole uh, you know just oh you know what he's there for, all that stuff. I think that's awesome. Um, I think it's what makes the movie great. I mean, that's just, honestly just kind of what makes it terrifying alone. to me too. Is just like oh, he's yeah. here for sport. Oh, so one question I've got, which I've oh, I've oh. got to ask is, at some point, why not ditch the girl? She keeps trying to run away. Holy oh, shit. Oh, I know. There Just let girl? her go. Bob, you're having a neckbeard moment right there. I don't even remember the chick. I haven't seen that movie in like years. <laughs> I think she's actually like a part of escaping the forest. She's, I think she's she local. was. I think she was the producer's she wife, so she shit. had to be in there for the whole time. <laughs> she, she did at like the last half of the movie. She, you know, she reveals she speaks English. Yeah, all of a sudden she speaks English. Big reveal. But you know, I think she they keep her because they don't know what's going on. They know what their enemy, quote unquote, is supposed to be. It's not the predator. And then up until then, they're like, oh shit, you know, we're in this together. She knows the forest. We gotta get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. Yeah, but didn't she kind of split the group up several times? Which sure, but she doesn't know what's. Go- yeah, she doesn't know what's going on either. She's like, this is the enemy. Also, I know, but which, she was, by so the she way, was, by the she way, she was more of a of a drag on the on the team than anything else. Yeah. Can we go over like the the lines of the movie, like the the, oh the one liners? Because that oh, that's yes, my I got favorite. A few of those. Good. Once again, the 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 thing about eighties movies is that they had the persic perfect persic. The Persic. Persisect. That's what you want, right? That's what you have. (laughs) 
they have the, they have the perfect one-liners, and that's just kind of what brought to the eighties um, what nothing else does right now. A lot of them didn't even come from Arnold in this one, because to me, Duke was probably the most badass character in the entire movie. Yeah, he's the guy that's shaving without any, you know, he just sweat. He's just shaving because he's shaving because he's sweaty. Yeah, he's just waiting there. And there's a scene where he pulls Dylan aside because he doesn't trust him because he kind of picks up early on that, like, you know, Dylan's not telling the truth. He wants more than what he's saying. And he kind of, like, pulled, puts the, uh, the the knife behind him. And he's like, I'll bleed you real quiet. Leave you here. And that was a pretty cold-blooded thing to say. Uh, Although got... those shaving scenes were super awkward to me. Okay, me, I'm kind of a germaphobe. Like, I mean, like, I hate bodily fluids. Like, seriously, like, like there's there's part of me that is really, like, just disgusted by the human body in general. And we're not going to get into that because, I mean, that's a totally different podcast. But, uh... <laughs> Why we're but, gross by... Yeah, yeah, no, but, like, seriously, like, like, I cannot stop analyzing... Like, every time I, like, shake hands with a person, part of me is thinking, oh, my God, why does this person touch in the day And you before... want to be the high-fiving supervillain. Mostly, right? mostly my dick. I know. I've been touching. <laughs> well, your dick is probably the cleanest it part is of definitely, your body. It is definitely. I make because it so. It's, I make it's it undercover. So. Well, that, and I just clean it so often. Yeah, with soap it and It just needs to be cleaned all the yeah. time for, like, 30 minutes. But, so, like, part of me really is, like, just really disgusted by everything that has to do with the human body at all. So would they zoom in onto his pimply face? It was, it was, yeah. There was a lot of white. Okay, they you, zooms in. His face is all pimply. But that's because he doesn't use, you know, he's he doesn't super use, sweaty. he doesn't use, use shaving cream. That's well, why I know. So is they zoom in on his pimply face, super sweaty. He's constantly he's, sweaty the entire and movie. He's, he's shaving he, his face. The only thing I was thinking of is like, how many of those pimples is he busting open with that razor? Uh, well, I mean, and how disgusting! He, the whole time, like that, totally broke my immersion in the movie. <laughs> just he, like the, just being like, ah, the that whole man time. is a rainforest. Oh my god, he was always sweaty. This this movie had a lot of uh you know you know it's kind of it's a more obviously more serious tone to the movie but yeah yeah definitely they couldn't hold off from the cheesy (laughs) lines from this movie right but that that was the 80s that was that's what makes an arnold movie an arnold movie no no but they have all these these lines that they can't get away from in the 80s uh one of my favorites was uh when they're attacking the uh village and that was my favorite. That was, he throws that, a, that's like the epitome of the, the, the high action, I think. Yeah. Was, oh, was definitely. The explosions yeah. and bodies flying yeah. everywhere yeah. and being eviscerated. And you're, you're probably going to see some Arnold lines. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, one of them is is he, he, he takes a, a knife, he throws it through this guy's oh, chest. Yeah. He goes through his chest and he's stuck in the wall. And Arnold says... Stick around. Yeah. <laughs> Stick around. Stick around. Yeah, no, I, I, I wrote that down too because that, that's one of the best parts of the movie. It's just like, damn, this is an horrible movie. And, and then movie. shortly after that, he opens a door and starts shooting, goes to knock, knock. Yeah. And then starts just blowing them away. And it's like, are you I kidding that, me? I have that down too. Yeah, knock, knock. <laughs> and then um, that's when uh, uh, Blaine gets shot up and like, you're bleeding. I ain't got time to bleed. Yes, yeah. that was my next. That's <laughs> yeah. the next yeah. one. All I, their I, best I, lines were just right like, at that. This moment. guy, this guy yeah. needs to seem like a badass. No, that's, I ain't got that's, time to bleed. That's, that's the yeah. That's that's the center of the movie where they're like, we gotta just see all this now. Yes, I actually said I, I I ain't got time to bleed in real life. I was getting my blood drawn for uh, just donating blood, <laughs> and they couldn't find my my vein. And it's like I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, last thing I want to say about the movie is, as 
I, I love this movie is just badass. The Predator is such a badass character. To me, disappointment, the franchise could have been so much more. Yeah. Yeah, it totally. definitely could have. Every time they showed how he had that that eye that kind of like targeted things that turned into that triangle thing. And it was just, it looked like somebody just like drew it with a pencil on top of the film. It was just so cheesy. All right, so, I just kept laughing. so rating, Bobby, what do you give uh, Well, I, I give this movie an 8.5. I love this movie. It's I a like great how you always use such a practical rating. <laughs> 8.5 out of 10, by the way. Like you should do. Oh, 10. Uh, Jason, obscure scale, please. Obscure scale. I give this... Um, well, hey, Matt, let's hear what you have to say. Well, the obscure scale, which is what I wanted to do anyway, I'm going to give it an 8 out of one ugly motherfucker. Beautiful. Beautiful. I give it two out of four sexual tyrannosauruses. Dang, I was going to say uh, out of three dots. Tyrannosauri. Would that be a plural? Okay, I have to pee. Are we done with this movie? Yeah, we're done with this movie. That movie podcast, out! All right, I guess it's time to get on to Total Recall. I feel like we've done this before. I know deja vu. Having a total recall. Whoa! Bringing it full circle. Except for nobody is going to hear anything that we said before. Alright, total recall. 1990. When a man goes for a virtual vacation, memories of the planet Mars, an unexpected and harrowing series of events forces him to the planet for real. Or does he? They stole his mind, and now he wants it back. So, let's see. Oh, I have notes for this one. What? Hey! What? What do you guys think about the movie? Let's talk about the opener. we, we got to keep... Before. Oh, do you have some fun facts, Matt? Let's hear some fun facts. Here we go. Directed by Peter Paul... No, 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 Peter no, Paul no, and Mary? Not, none, of those, <laughs> none of those things are his name. Directed by... <laughs> oh, oh, man. Directed by Paul Verhoeven. Who also did, among other movies, Starship Troopers, Robocop, and Basic Instinct. So, uh, with Robocop 1987, uh, Arnold was actually originally going to play Robocop. What? Uh, but problems that would have been awesome. It would have been. Uh, problems with the costume, though, because Arnold is just so massive. Um, mm. <laughs> but Arnold did see the movie, and he said he loved it and wanted to work with Peter again. And uh, when Verhoeven heard about Paul it, and Mary. He, uh, he wanted Arnold for Total Recall. <laughs> And uh, this was one of the last major Hollywood blockbusters to make large-scale use of miniature effects as opposed to CGI. And it was also, though, one of the first major Hollywood blockbusters to use CGI, uh, mainly in the, the X-ray scene. Uh, oh, so, God. That, yeah. that scene. We'll get into that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all the crew fell ill to food poisoning during production. Oh, God. With the exception of Arnold. And I haven't got him steel. Yeah, <laughs> he flexed the uh, the food poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> uh, but Arnold escaped because he uh, he had food catered to him from the U.S. because of a lesson he learned filming Predator, where he oh. drank water while they were filming in Mexico, and you know Montezuma's revenge. Oh, set in. Well, let's talk about the opener. Do you get, did you take any notes, Bob? I did take notes. I didn't take a note about the opener. Oh well. I just know he was he was having a dream. Yeah, I mean, it was mainly him just tossing, twirling, <laughs> tossing and twirling. Tossing and twirling. He's just spinning yeah, around. He was just, <laughs> he was he's just, a man laying yeah. in bed, just yeah, he was just wrapped up in his blanket like a. It's just cartoon sound effect. Woo, woo, just a slide whistle. <laughs> 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 um. No, I, I really, 
like, as far as, you know, in, in an opener of a movie, at least nowadays, no, not so much in the past, but, you know, they have, like, they have a scene that really grabs your attention um, and makes you, makes you wonder, like, you know, it's got to have a certain amount of mystery, um, a certain element of, you know, action of some sort, something that's really just got to pop out at you, and I, I felt like this it was a pretty solid opener. They, you know, it starts off where it's got, like, the imagery of, of, like, all that alien machinery, and they're on Mars, and, um, you see these two people in spacesuits, and they're in love, but you're, like, you know, like, at least I was thinking, well, why are they in love? Like, what, what is happening here? Like, I was kind of confused. Anyway, and then, you know, it, it kind of, like, starts going into the scene a little bit, and then out of nowhere, Arnold just falls down the cliff and busts yeah. his spacesuit open. <laughs> And then that the visual though was pretty awesome, like where where his face is getting sucked out of. I mean, of course yeah. it looked fake. Well, yeah, that's, that's like you, you said, practical effects. Exactly, hard to do. The fact that they used practical effects so much in this movie, though, I freaking loved. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. was no, so I'm entertaining big, just fan. to see like how they could do that. I don't care how fake it looked. The fact that they took time to do it and it looked so good, even though it was fake. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Even movies nowadays, like I really appreciate it when they do go to practical effects. Oh, definitely. Things. How about that that ball droid BB-8? Oh yeah. Oh, oh man, that was, that was awesome. Talking about practical effects, uh, we're talking about <laughs> Star Wars for anybody who's not in the know and whoever isn't in the know. I just want to just hug you and tell you everything's okay. As you die. Yeah, <laughs> from Star Wars deprivation. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so, you know, that was a pretty captivating yeah, opening scene. And, and they it jump was... right into sex right after. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it wasn't really sex. It was sort of, which I thought was funny, it was sort of Arnold going like, no, no, not now, no. <laughs> and, like, she's all trying to jump his bones, and he's just like, no, no. It was just so funny, like, seeing Arnold, like, especially, like, it's such a difference from one of my favorite Arnold movies, Conan, where he would just, <laughs> like, like, bang anything with legs to, like, this, or he's like, no, no. The limitations of the women. Yeah, sure, yes. Stone, leave me alone. I know, right? <laughs> no. Yeah. So characters in the movie. Arnold plays two characters, Douglas Quaid and Hauser. And, um, I actually liked how differently he played those two characters. Yeah, you can... Yeah, like like as as a as an actor, he did a pretty good job of differentiating between um, Quaid, who was like so like hectic and like trying to figure out what's going on, and Hauser, who's like this dude who's all suave and smooth and has Some it all together. And Austrian James Bond. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never really put that together, but yes. Yeah. I mean, most of the credit probably goes to the director. I mean, for for that, uh, yeah. but but still, um, especially again, like. Um, on Predator, acting maybe not so like groundbreaking, right? Yeah. But yeah. on this, I mean, he he really pulled out his acting chops, which Sam is gonna be like, oh god, acting chops. <laughs> 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 but um, it was pretty good. Um, then we got uh, Rachel or Rachel or Rochelle, Rachel Tacoden, um, who's playing Melina. Um, Melina. Uh, I I wasn't too. There wasn't too much of Melina's character. No, and no. I mean, she played a tough chick well, but I was sort of just like, uh, okay. I mean, not a very strong female. Yeah, lead. I mean, this is pre Michelle Rodriguez, though. What do we have? That that was it. Um, Sharon Stone as Laurie. Oh God, talking this this movie had no good female leads. I know. I I liked her. I like. I couldn't even. 
I didn't really recognize it as Sharon Stone just because I was kind of... The only reason I liked her in this movie is because I was laughing at her because, well, like, the, a lot of the acting was borderline, like, Tim and Eric. Like, <laughs> was that... Or, like, something you see out of a Tommy was so... <laughs> thing, like, there was that scene where she was um, learning tennis and she was... <laughs> Like, I wish I could just show you guys the clip right now. Just be like, look at that shit. Oh, God. Like, it should be like, look at that shit. That is awful. But it was um, just, oh, my God. I don't, I don't think they really gave much for the girls in the Definitely movie. not. They didn't yeah. give them shit. I mean, they, it doesn't matter what girls were in those positions. It, they, That's what she said? They were. They were. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, like, totally derailing this shit. Who would you guys say is your favorite actor in the movie? Um, you guys are gonna hate me for this one. I don't even have it written on there, but um, the guy who played Benny. I hate yeah. No, you're right. I hate you for that. I Benny is the worst character in the movie. No, he's not. I hate him. I, I he's no, so okay. annoying. He was a terrible character, but he was the best. That that was the best actor. If you want to go, I, I I don't think you guys watch Game of Thrones, but if you want to go down the Joffrey route, where I hate Joffrey, but that means the actor is amazing for making me hate him so much. Joffrey. He's a little the kid, the kid king. In what? Game of Thrones. Oh. I, That's what I said. What 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 kind of nerd am I? I don't even know what Game the of Thrones is. The worst kind. Um, uh, yeah, well, I know what Game of Thrones is. I just don't watch it. I know of Game of Thrones. But yes. yeah, you're, you're right. Like He's a good actor because I hated his character so much. And that's probably how the character was written. Well, yeah. I mean, like as far as, as, far as that goes, um, what I like a lot about movies, which I mean, I, I talked about in episodes one and two, I really look for a lot of... I look for relationships in movies. You know, I look for how how the characters really, like, act together, and, and and if it's a convincing, organic kind of thing, or if it's just just actors saying words on camera. And, um, oh, what's up? No, I was going to say, for, um, for Benny's, I really, I did really enjoy that character. Yeah. He was a, like, I got five in, kids to feed. Like his, I got four was, kids. Yeah. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You said you had five. <laughs> you got me. Uh, no, he's uh, he, he's enthusiastic about it, and it just he, I think he just does a great job. I really like the character. He's obnoxious. Yeah. Well, I I like the relationship between Arnold and Benny, and it was mostly like Arnold was like, okay, this guy's freaking annoying, but he's helping me all kinds. So whoa, guys! <laughs> <laughs> I really like this movie. Mom, call eighty. <laughs> But as far as the relationship goes, I really loved ha- like their banter like between each other. I loved I loved their relationship. I loved um, pretty much everything about. I was just surprised that. that like Jive actually shot out of Earth's atmosphere atmosphere and made it to Mars because that's all Benny was was just Jive. Just Jive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so who is your favorite? Um, I mean, like. I want to say Arnold, but that's kind of like a cop out because it's an Arnold, Arnold movie. He did it's, do a it, really, this really podcast good... is about Arnold. I know, can, and that's that's why. Just suck Arnold well, he... the whole time. It's fine. <laughs> it's just no, too, no, it's too massive. He, no, he I did can't... a great he did a great job in this movie. Aside from Arnold, I, I really like Michael Michael Ironside. Um, you know, he's he's from Scanners. He's the uh, he's the commander from Starship Troopers. Um, he's, yeah, he's really yeah, awesome. Yeah. He has that. He has the face of a villain. Um, he does. He, he definitely got typecasted. He looks kind of like Jack Nicholson. Like Jack Nicholson's more handsome, handsomer, more more sinister brother. brother. Yeah, Um, that was my choice as well. Was Michael Ironside, and that's exactly what I was going to say. He has the look of a bad guy, and um, and what made me even a bigger fan. He was on The Nerdist, and just a cool guy. Like he just, I don't know. It's 
he was a, I don't know, totally cool guy that plays a perfect right. bad guy. Yeah, that's, you look at him and you go, that looks like a bad guy. I feel and like that's like majority of people. You that, hear him and you go, oh no, this is a, this, this guy, guy like rescues awesome. puppies on the weekend. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's kind of the way I am in real life, though. Like I love, I'm, I'm a really nice person, and I really like making. <laughs> well, hold on. Okay, okay. Subjectively, I'm a really nice person. I really like making new friends. For all of our listeners, he's joining a kitten right now. Yes. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but anytime I get a chance, like in video games or anything like that, I will be the bad guy. I do Hands like... down, right away, not even a question, it's just like, let's see how much bad shit I can do and get away with. For me, it depends on the game, like, more or less I'll walk that line, and then I, I teeter towards good, but Any like, Star Wars game, I'm Sith? Yeah, it, like, it depends on, like, what comes with it. I mean, you're <laughs> shaking your head over there, like it matters. Yes, it does! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you know what, I... Oh, I, yeah, like, I, I Pan never... was a good guy. Please. Who? He was Han. semi-good. Who? Han Solo. Han Solo. Han. Who? Who Solo? Han. Han Solo. Han. Is, is this like a German version? <laughs> oh, Hans. Get to the Falcon, Chewbacca. I'm Han Solo. That would be awesome if Arnold was Han Solo. <laughs> you're, you're, you're mixing up his Austrian accent with his uh, yeah. German accent there. German I'm picturing Han Solo in Lederhosen, though. <laughs> oh, hello, I'm Han Solo. <laughs> Are you German? Nine, I'm not. <laughs> no, in, in games, I, I can never play the bad guy. Like, I'll be playing, You, like, get a guilty conscience? I'll be playing GTA V and I'm, like, trying to miss pedestrians. <laughs> <laughs> what? What like, buttons... Oh. What, what buttons resuscitate the hooker? Oh, God. She's bleeding out. I'm a very nice person, you know, it's, IRL. What it is, is he's such a nice guy that it's his only outlet to be bad. <laughs> That's what it is. Thanks, Bob. Aww. That's so nice of you. You want to hug it out? Let's hug it out. I'm kind of sweaty. I'm sweaty, too. Um, okay, let's go on to the story. You guys take notes on the story? A little bit. You're like, what story? <laughs> There's a story. Yeah. Um, I honestly thought that this was a pretty cool idea for a story. The whole, you know, like, you don't really know what's real or what's not thing. Um, it's pretty fun. Yeah. And directorially, I feel like they pulled it off pretty freaking well. I mean, yeah, like the landscapes, especially on Mars, like that is how I always thought of Mars ever since watching the movie when I was younger. Like, you know, if something it really Mars, does shape kind of, your fantasy. Yeah, you know, that's kind of how I always kind of pictured. Uh, I, th I think the idea for the movie's really good, but there's certain things uh, about it that here we go that, <laughs> I don't know it, the, the, the idea for the story is great and I think there are some great actors that do some great jobs in this movie but then there's little oversights um, little we're talking about huge yeah okay so we're talking about that x-ray machine um, and there's a oh, scene God, where, yeah. <laughs> where he 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 shoots through it and then jumps out and starts running and there's a a uh, heavier security guard that, like, as Arnold starts to run, he just kind of slowly turns towards him and puts his gun away, like, you're not like, even oh, going to aim your okay. gun or, or, <laughs> or okay. pretend to run. And it's just, like, little things like that that just, like, oh, this is so 80s yeah. right Wait, here. Wait, like, come, ba come back. <laughs> please. Uh, please. Please stop. He got away. <laughs> um, so, with, with the whole, like, Total Recall scenario, like going to Recall and having uh, these these memories kind of implanted in, into you, would you guys do that? Like if that was an option now? Yeah. Just take a fake vacation? The only thing is, is, is I would take a fake vacation and I would want some action, 
Oh. Sporty, voluptuous. I uh, don't even remember the options, but um, I would probably go with sporty, athletic. Sporty, spite. I would, I would totally take a take a big vacation, but I think because because it's real to you, I would probably be very cautious with what I did because right. I wouldn't want to end up like this and think all that shit was real, you know, like. Oh, that'd be awful. I don't know if you would have the option, though. Like, it's just a kind of an implant. I don't know if you can... Cause I would want to enjoy my vacation. Right, though, but that's while it's happening, I mean. you don't know that it's fake is the whole thing. Like, when you yeah. get out, do you know it's fake? No. No, you constantly... You, it's, you pay it's for, a, there. for an actual memory, kind of. Like, you know... Which, it, by it, the way... It would lessen if you knew it was fake. I wouldn't want to live in a world where that was possible, because then I'd always question all, everything <laughs> well, I've that's ever what, done. Well, that's what... The, the, okay, th- this is... Premise this, of this the movie. movie. Yeah. This this movie is a film adaptation of the book. We can remember that for you wholesale, and it's um, it's a story about that. It's just about the fact that in the future, there's so, sort of this dystopian future where they're always dystopian. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, but that's the, those are honestly, I mean, some of the best ways of storytelling. Where it's like the future, the future. If basically like the these kind of stories tell you. If you don't do anything, the future is going to suck. That's what all these these stories kind of go down to. The whole uh, Brave New World is one of my favorite books. And it's about a dystopian future um, that is just awful. Where it's like, there's there's probably like 14 different types of person, like type of human. And they just keep continuously cloning them. Uh, or they grow them in test tubes. And so there's like not, not very much variety. And there's... Anyway, that that's what this this um, book is based off of. And all, you know, I wonder why they changed his name. The, like, the, the character in the book is named Quill, and then they changed it to Quaid in in the movie. I don't know. Maybe 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 Arnold couldn't say Quill. Like like just because <laughs> I don't even think he said his name in the entire movie. Though. Yeah. Just, I, I mean, he could barely say California. <laughs> California. California. <laughs> so you would? Oh, I would totally take, take a take trip. Bobby. No. 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 Mando? Would I? Yes. Nah. Maybe we all have. Sounds stupid. Oh. 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 Everybody's mind right now. <laughs> I'm always Mine's on the fence. Thoroughly blown. I'm always on the fence. Like more. Uh, um, I don't know if it comes down to ethics or what, but I, I I feel like no. Ultimately, like I do think it's a cool idea, and I I would support people that did it, but my memories are my memories. I don't want to wishy washy. Yeah, especially that too. Like someone just touching my brain. I don't. I don't want that. Yeah, don't touch. That's true. Brain. You know what? That's that's true. Now that I think about it, maybe I wouldn't. Like th- there is a lot of variables in there. <laughs> hey, Jason, how was that vacation? Oh, it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> is that I just open my mouth and just foam comes out? And just <laughs> just, just a thumbs up. <laughs> it's yeah. great audio right there <laughs> um the action scenes uh for the most part actually flowed with the story and a lot of times in action movies um it's just sort of like obligatory explosion here let's just uh blow up as much shit as we can yeah, and show cram, as much cram, cram it in there as much rip dude shooting guns as we yeah. can so. yeah <laughs> Ooh, calm down over sorry, there. Sorry, sorry. Pull your pants back up. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like three DVDs of the Expendables film. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this, I mean, it really did. Uh, obviously, they still. It had to be an action movie. It right. had to. It had to have those tropes. But 
they they actually like the writing was clever enough that they actually found a way to make it work. You know what I did like talking about storytelling? The whole conflict on Mars between the the mutants, the mutants and, and the and the what what do they call them? Just the organization? I don't yeah, remember I if know. they even had a name. Uh, default space bad guy name. Yes, Federation exactly. organization yes. Empire, something, whatever. something something bad guy space. Yeah. Um but the the fact that they they kind of or they, they take so much for granted, um it's just sort of like they they, they explain so much by not explaining. And I, I really like that as far as the storytelling thing goes because if right. you're if you're not involved with anything and all of a sudden you get like right in the middle like you just get thrown into the boiling water, um, you're not you don't know why it's boiling or anything like that. You don't know why this conflict is going on, and they they explain so little of why this is happening. I actually feel like that's kind of a cool plot device because would Arnold really know? And and it kind of adds to the confusion, you know, because he is, like, he doesn't know what's real and what's not, so he is confused, and so all of a sudden getting thrown into the middle of this situation is kind of right. like, okay, okay, I'll just, uh, I'll pick a side now, oh, and yeah. I'll do this, and it's it's just, you kind of get dragged along, and it's... it's kind of video gamey. It Definitely, yeah. very like, video yeah, gamey. This almost good, like on unreal. Bobby, have anything more to say about the story? Um, no, you know, the, the story, the story was good, um... It's it's it was a super neat idea. It was um, it just certain things where it's like that just take me out of it. Where it's like I stop even paying attention to the story because these things going on in the movie take me out. Um, like I know they 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 do touch on how the domes are not made well. Well, no, but but they but they have guns right. and they're not bulletproof. Yeah. So it's like we're gonna. We're gonna do this big mining thing in Mars. We're gonna send all these materials. It's a super big cost. Hey, what about Very bulletproof expensive. bulletproof dome? Oh nah, we'll skip yeah. on that. <laughs> and the other thing that disagree there's an emergency axe at some point in the movie. <laughs> and there's nothing made of wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. They just they just it, it becomes a weapon and it's like did like somebody when they were making that prop, you know, putting the whole break glass, you know, like they're like, wait a minute, like, <laughs> why is there an axe? I don't. And it was it was definitely a fireman's axe too, like it was yes. all red. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, totally an earth. Need, I just need like an FD and Y across yeah. the, <laughs> across the handle, and that would just been perfect. Um, that kind of goes into my note. I I wrote down, you know, all in all, the story makes sense for the most part, but it. Definitely has its flaws. I don't think the story has too many flaws. I think it's the it's the acting out that's, the story. That's what I just said. Mostly in the acting. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. You didn't let me finish. Well, you looked at me like oh you my wanted God. my feedback. No. Here. Well, I do want your feedback. Before, or after you finish, it doesn't matter. <laughs> in the middle, <laughs> except at the end. The end made no fucking sense. Well, that's why I wanted to ask. Like, what do you guys think of, <laughs> of the ending? Because more or less, it was open ended. Like the way it... it was, but at the same time, it's okay. Okay, this artifact they've been teasing for the entire movie turns out to be just like well, some heat rods well, that same, go into that, that, ice in the core of the planet. That, that's not really what I mean. It's like, was it real? Was it not? It's kind of how it ended. It was totally fake. Is he the Emperor of Mars? Who? Arnold. Um, I don't think he would. He wouldn't run for governor of Mars. He would run for governor, but he wouldn't be emperor of Mars. Um, no, but like that's a, that's another kind of funny part is at the end, which I think kind of pushes it to the this is 
this is all fake part of it is yeah, I'm sorry, you don't you don't melt some ice and then all of a sudden you've got blue yeah, skies. It's, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> but, but like you see this cloud like fly right. across the and that's sky. Kind like, of like, I think that supports kind of the idea that it, it was well, imagine, fake because at the beginning, yeah. you know, when the guy's describing the trip to him, it's you know, save the girl, save the planet. Uh, oh, Mars with a blue sky, you don't see that. So let's uh let's talk about favorite scenes. I think growing up, at least, uh, three boobs. The three boobs scene. <laughs> that was definitely influential in my life. Like, that that, that, that broke the stereotypical woman shape that the magazines put out for me. <laughs> <laughs> it broke the mold, the glass ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> so that's your favorite scene, three boobs? And probably not really, but uh, I, I, I honestly think the uh, the x-ray scene was probably one of the, the coolest things growing up. Really? Just, not like... Okay, not, I saw not, this as like, an adult, so right. okay. So I think the first instance of it that was super cool though you know they're just walking through it's not the part where he busts through it like wow that's that's awesome oh my god that's blue screen with with dos green lines <laughs> it's real to me man <laughs> you only get one favorite scene remember i'm that guy that's i'm, I'm just, just I'm, I'm deciding out loud it's kind of hard like i have two by the way so wow you can only have one you can only have one I think Quad was actually done really well. Oh yeah, the movie. like he, he was—he so wasn't in a lot. He looks like just so damp, and you just want to kind of pat him with a little paper towel because he's, he's just doing so much work, and you can tell. <laughs> um, Matt took my two, which is the three boobs, and and getting exposed to the Mars because the whole Mars thing—it's like, it's like. He was exposed for like five minutes, and I'm pretty sure you'd die immediately. Within like, well, yeah, it's like you would, your body would just not be able to sustain that difference <laughs> yeah. in pressure. It's, my, there's a, my you ins- could just pop like a pimple. My insides are becoming my outsides. <laughs> what I didn't like about Quato, though, is it's like he turns around and all of a sudden his, all of a sudden his chest and stomach are four times bigger than yeah, the yeah, oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Looking look at him, he just has like a little obviously a prosthetic. Yeah, like a little beer belly when he like, had the shirt on, and then all of a sudden just there's this baby. Yeah, there. it's like they need to like have a like a, a a big fat guy play that part <laughs> to make that like oh okay, there could have been a baby in maybe, there. <laughs> maybe he has no intestines and he like gets sucked into his body. Maybe he's a marsupial. Maybe he's a marsupial. I didn't even think about he that. He has a pocket that he just kind of goes into and then he comes out whenever he feels like. Hey, guys, what's going on over here? Go away, Quato. No one wants you <laughs> That's here. That's why he's all juicy because he's like he's inside. Just, well, it's, it's hot in there and he's sweaty. Yeah, that makes ugh, sense. He really yeah, does. He's kind of like the uh, the twin that didn't separate on uh, on um, South Park. Yeah, just they can join the, the side twin of the nurse. Yeah. <laughs> um, my favorite scene, I have two. First one. Um, he's taking the Johnny Cab to the old concrete factory, <laughs> and he breaks it and starts driving it himself. <laughs> and the robot keeps saying all kinds of crap, and then he gets to the factory and leaves the cab, and he's like, Your fare is 18 credits, sir! And Arnold says, So sue me! <laughs> and then he just keeps walking, the cab like tries to run him over, and Arnold just barely goes like, Burp! And <laughs> like, get out of the way! He like drives with the wall and explodes, and you just see like the burning Johnny Cab guy... And he's like, we hope you enjoyed your ride! Ha 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 Just explodes again. That was my favorite was scene. Um, but the second one, um, that fight with Richter where he rips his arms off in the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like, th- this movie had so many parts that like so brutal. And, like I loved it. I just like kept watching it. I was like, oh! Oh! Like uh, so many times. But um, that scene where he rips his arms off. He just goes, I'll see you at the party, Richter. 
That was my favorite line. I was laughing so hard. You're just sitting there holding two severed arms in his hand. <laughs> let's, let's rate the movie. Bob, since you're going to use a boring, normal rating scale, what do you rate this movie? I rate this movie a four. Four out of? Ten. Like a normal scale. You're so boring. You wouldn't pick a superpower. I did. I I, had, I came up with so many. <laughs> so many that were taken and obviously taken. Or should I go first? Okay. I rate this movie three out of three mutant boobs. That's what I was going to go. I was going to give it two out of three boobs, but... Two out of three boobs? I, I think overall I'll give it five out of four kids. <laughs> <laughs> With a bonus fifth. I mean, the, I know the mutant boobs thing was an obvious... I was going to go with that one originally. But, I was like, I gotta think of a backup in case. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm glad I went first because I had no backup. <laughs> Matt, you want to do the honors? Alright, so the last movie is The Last Action Hero, 1993, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, of course. With the help of a magic ticket, a young film fan is transported into the fictional world of his favorite action film character. He's mean. And you'll blast through your screen. Oh! Man, find me a drink first. <laughs> 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 no time. <laughs> Alright, so starring, obviously, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I thought this was the one with Arnold Braunschweiger. 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 Yeah, Arnold Braunschweiger. Yeah, that's, uh, that's next episode. <laughs> Well, um, so again, this one was directed by uh, John McTiernan, who, despite a huge marketing attempt, like graffitiing the movie's name on the side of an unmanned NASA rocket that was sent to space for $500,000, and getting ACDC to write the song just for the film, Big Gun uh, was the name of the song, Arnold sees the movie as one of his biggest failures, mm -hmm. being on fire during the time with all of his successes, but it's mostly to blame because of bad marketing. Despite the shuttle he sent into space. Last Action Hero. I just remember my parents wouldn't let me watch Last Action Hero at, like when I was a kid. And I went to McDonald's and I would get a Happy Meal and they had Last Action Hero like toys. And I was just really sad that I couldn't see the movie. <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> um, but yeah, this was one of the first movies that Arnold actually produced and had a big say on as far as you know where, where it went. So the opener. Well, the, you... the, the opener, um, this movie, I believe that is where uh, they show the whole... Uh, they show like a bunch roof, of different clips of... scene, right. though. And uh, it, it felt like Die Hard almost, right? Like like a Die Hard spoof. Right. And that's kind of the other thing was uh, uh, the director directed Die Hard. That's one, uh -huh. one, of, one of his main things. Um, so I, I saw those elements in the movie like this is pure act, like a pure action movie. The, the the time I know this is totally jumping forward, but where the black guy gets blown up and he lands in the tree, and he's like, <laughs> "I was two less, days from yeah, two days from retirement." Two days from retirement. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's that's majority of this movie. Like, I, it's hard for me to even like say what genre this thing is because it's oh, know, it's, it's totally a comedy. It's yeah, it's it's mainly gonna be comedy first and then action because it's almost a spoof on action movies. They do the action scenes so well, like, so high budget, though, that I think at the time people probably got confused by it because they were expecting an action movie. That probably could be why it was such a, like, quote-unquote failure. It could have been. It's they, because people thought they were going to see an action movie because that's all Arnold ever did. And then all of a sudden to be in this comedy movie, uh, I'm sure people were confused. I don't know. I think it's a really smart idea. I think it's 
I love it. It's yeah. one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely it. like a great idea. But I think marketing wise, it's just how do you represent this without spoiling the movie? Okay. Um, oh, so I was saying the, the the just the look of the bad guy is just so creepy, perfectly creepy. Yeah. It definitely stays in your mind. Yeah. Okay, talking about that's got all the makings of a good opener in a movie. Yeah. And I thought it was hilarious how he just, like, he kept walking all over all the cop cars. Yeah. He just kept stepping yeah. over them. And it they had, just, like, that guitar. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was just so unapologetically cheesy. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. It was, I liked it. Like, like, up, up until the end, but we'll get to that. <laughs> oh. Yes, um, yes No, will. I, I have always loved this movie. For me, it's just one of those super rewatchable movies. Oh yeah, it's, it's I mean it's silly. I mean it makes fun of it's it's Arnold Schwarzenegger making fun of himself. Yeah, basically right. his entire career. Yeah, and what it's all based around. It's all wrapped into one really ridiculous movie. Yeah, but but it's fun. It's oh yeah, it's all fun. It's and, a wild ride. And I, I mean, they just I mean they just they throw everything out there. Every cheesy thing from an eighties action movie is in this movie. They had the intro. Where, like, he, like, for the longest time he was walking on those cars. Yeah. Like, it went on too long, which, which, it, it, it's kind of a nod to Predator, because Predator had the re- the most ridiculously <laughs> long intro where nothing happened. It was the same thing in this. And then whenever the, the police chief shows up and he's just rambling and screaming nonsense, <laughs> that went on for a long time. I was oh, like, and oh I my watched God. that with the subtitle, and I was like, oh, <laughs> Wow. Yeah, yeah I think it's funny how mouth. I think it's funny yeah I think it's funny how they they talk about how it's supposed to be a PG-13 movie and he says fuck like five times but it's so <laughs> oh, it's yeah. like like so in you the rambling you can't even understand it the, the era when PG-13 was awesome yeah I, you know I, I do love this movie but I gotta say one of the things that uh, I was thinking about and even in this oh it's a silly you know making fun of action movies thing but this this part bothered me okay so um the main character gets, the, the house gets robbed, you know, and oh. the kid goes through all this thing, and then what he's on the phone with his mom, and she says, I'll see you um, after my shift. Yeah, she didn't. Yeah. She didn't oh, come yeah. home. My child, yeah. my child just got, got like, assaulted, like mugged, yeah. assaulted, and is in jail. I'm going to let him walk home by himself at night. And go to the same apartment yeah, I, that he just yeah. got robbed. I get off at midnight because it's going to be safer now. Oh my uh, god! Well, yeah, that, that that pissed me off. Like as a parent, I was just like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" Like the whole time. Well, I was actually sitting there. I mean, it would, I understand it would kill the whole like. Well, this is you know how the movie goes along. But and then that little prick, so, that right? little prick doesn't even go home. He goes to the he freaking the movies. Yeah. So, Bobby, you've, you've you've seen it like prior to this. Um, yeah, I've I've seen it somewhat recently. I had before the, before this viewing. You didn't see it at all up until now what did you think of like realizing hey this is a movie within a movie okay you know what i was i was a little because i was kind of wishing it would just be a really shitty movie on purpose which it was but like in a different way i was just kind of like i i i could have gone either way with it i knew it was a joke but like did you did you have this mindset going into like the first five minutes like okay this is gonna be the movie versus like the seventh minute where it's like oh this is the movie. Yeah, well, okay, you're right. Yeah, I, at, at the very beginning, um, I wasn't sure what to think about it because I thought, okay, this is an action movie. I really did go into it thinking it was an action movie. And 
and whenever they started, you know, having all the goofy things like the the chief, the police chief yelling, that was really what started sort of gave it away. But I was right. kind of like, is that just how this movie is? Or <laughs> I mean, I couldn't tell. And then whenever um, he threw the grenade at his kid, I was just like, <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> this is so stupid. You're right, though. I was I was a bit surprised. I wasn't sure what to I, think. I, I think kind of like. Um, and it's they really did for a while. And, that's and that's true. I did kind of take the bait. I I fell for it. You're right. I I I did, and I should. You have just you just totally just ripped that out yeah. of him. and didn't want to give it up. Yeah. No, <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> anyway, that little weasel just goes to the movie theater instead of you know <laughs> the kid. Yeah. yeah. Oh god, I hated that kid. Then he gets this magical ticket. Well, yeah, he talks to like the the magic movie projector operator. Yeah, and the guy talks man. about how Houdini. Yeah. Houdini did well. Well, Houdini was like the most anti-magic magician there ever was. In the film, the characters were able to enter and leave the movie world via a magic ticket that was created from the famous illusionist and escapologist Harry Houdini. However, in real life, Houdini was firmly opposed to the idea of supernatural powers and spent the time debunking fake spiritualist and phony mediums. So, whenever they're watching, you know, that first scene, whenever he's watching Jack Slater 4, you know, and he's getting the sneak preview. Yeah. And he's watching it, and he's just like, oh, wow, that's so cool. I love the action scene that was going on in the movie. It was so hilarious how the guys are all, like, there was, like, six guys hanging out of this tiny little truck. Yeah. <laughs> and he's oh, the just unloading, and he's just, like, rrr, rrr, like avoiding them all. And he, then he's, he's looking behind dynamite. him, shooting for like five minutes. And yeah, the, he's not crashing. Yeah. <laughs> so the guys, the bad guys, are throwing dynamite yeah. at him, They're and just then throwing sticks of dynamite yeah, for like, no reason. Yeah, all you nimbly, have bimbly. guns. <laughs> like just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. hope this lands in there. Yeah. So the the ticket like activates the movie screen, and a piece of dynamite flies yeah, through yeah, yeah, and yeah, lands yeah. next to him. And then the kid's just still like. Uh, <laughs> Wait, he, like, he like calls Nick? up on the scene yeah. with his popcorn. <laughs> yeah, and then like, okay, th- th- this is the thing. If there was any sort of shred of reality, that kid would have just been killed. Well, like I he mean, would have showed up in the, the movie in pieces. The way it was shot, there was like, did he die? And this is like heaven now. I know that's what I was thinking because it, like, it fades to white. To white yeah, and and it's and like what? Now I'm here. Yeah, and then he's just looking up at the clouds. Yeah. So okay. Like, okay. So anyway, so now he ends up in the. In the car, all of a sudden, Arnold's just sort of like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's like, who are you? Uh, I don't know. Alright. And they just keep going. And then, yeah, there's more dynamite in there, and he just grabs the stick and just, like, puts it out. Yeah. <laughs> that leads to, like, my favorite, my favorite scene in the movie, where they're driving away from those guys in that truck, and they go in the alley, and they're gonna play chicken. And <laughs> he starts driving to towards the guys in the truck, and the guys are in the truck are kind of like... Oh, I don't know. What should we do? So they kind of like turn off to the side and go up this ramp. And in midair, they just explode. <laughs> For no reason. The truck just bursts into flame. <laughs> yeah, that that part's great. And I think my favorite part would be... One of my favorite parts is when they go to the police station. And it's just this total movie. You know, it's like you have the, the goofy partners. Yeah. And you have all this... You have the cartoon cat. Yeah. <laughs> and my favorite part of that scene, though, is when they're walking in. And then you yes. see Robert Patrick yep. walk out right past him. And it was just T-1000, like... Yeah. I don't even know yeah. if I noticed that well, when I was a did, kid. Did you, did you see right before him? 
It was Sharon so many, Stone. So many Easter eggs. It was Sharon Stone in a white oh, dress. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. I, you know yeah. what? I think, yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah, but and, I didn't even catch that. Wait, yeah. wasn't this the same director as the other two movies? Too? Uh, he directed all three of these, It's not he? the one that did uh, Basic Instinct, but... Uh, yeah, it, it I was, thought he directed it, all three of these movies. No, no? Uh, okay. uh, it was okay. a different one for Total Recall, but it was the same director as Predator. Oh, okay. Um, but Predator. it had a bunch of yeah, just that stuff in there. You know, right before the T one thousand walks out, is Sharon Stone in her white dress. That's so funny. I didn't catch her. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm so gay. And <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> you nailed the gay test. Or passed. I guess passed the gay test. Even the kid, even the kid, right then was like, "Did you see that?" And it's because both of the characters are right there. Yeah, like even even um, kind of when 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 they go into the headquarters though. To me, I kind of feel like like Wrecker Ralph. Like you know you. This is the, the whole little world with all the video game characters. Yeah, yeah. This, all this is it with the, yeah, this is all... That's true. Movie. This is the movie... Ver, movie This is the action... Universe equivalent right, of Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, yeah. the action movie of Wreck-It Ralph. But um, I was going to say about in the in the police headquarters, when he's talking, he's like, look, there's, there's a cartoon cat. And he's like, of course there is. He was only suspended for a week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if... If you can get deep about any part of this movie, which I know is difficult, but, oh Lord. but one part where it kind of got me thinking was um, the the bad guy gets a hold of, hold of the ticket and goes to the real world. You see, um, you hear some gunshots, and they go, get his shoes, get his shoes, and he walks over, and he's like, get his shoes, like, and he's, play, I mean, he is this evil villain in real life, basically, now, and he's like... This place is twisted. Like, yeah, it's like it doesn't and, make sense to him. And it's like this, is, like that's like that's as evil as anything you see in these movies. That is pretty deep. Wow, man. And it's yeah, this guy's just his mind's blown. Like he's yeah, like, well, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, because he just goes up to the shop guy yeah. and then shoots him. And oh, he goes, right. I just shot a man, and I did it on purpose. And like everyone's like, shut up, you know? Yeah, that was. And that so is like he's deep. like he's like, oh well, this place is like. We, we go and we go, oh, no, these are these evil people that we create in these movies because they're so evil. But it's like, if that person were to come out in real life, they'd be like, no, you guys are twisted. I like how he yeah. said, he said, yeah, um, I want to stay here because in here, or out here, the bad guys win. It when he, been when too he, much when he realizes shooting at a car won't make it, make it explode, yeah. he's like, what the hell? Like, yeah. I, I, the just part where, I just shot the trunk. What happened? Or, or I think the part like where, like, glass. Yeah, yeah, well, the, yeah, he punches the glass, but then it, later on in the real world, he rips a freaking car door off. Yeah. It's like, it's such a, it's like all these things where it's like, oh, wow, I can't do this in, in real life, but I can do it in the movies. But he can rip a car door off of a taxi. So, uh... I already said, my I think my favorite scene is when the bad guy goes to the real world and he you know it's this whole you know right but that's it's pretty like deep. Oh, this is this is this is evil here. Um, what were your guys' favorite movies or movies? <laughs> what was your favorite movies? So, um, scenes Chronicle. in this movie. It's my favorite movie. Um, I think my favorite scene has got to be where. <laughs> where that truck just explodes in the air for no reason. <laughs> I think I think my favorite scene is the the police station where it, it's kind of like the nexus of movies and yeah you see like the T one thousand you see Sharon Stone over there and you just yeah. kind of realize what's going on and it becomes like you're Tai Chi over there man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mander's taking a nap and then she starts yawning and she starts like doing this weird stuff with her hands. Uh, who would you guys? Who Dude. would you say is 
do the best <laughs> so <act. dumb. laughs> Either make, make the best character or do the just the best job. I think it's Whiskers the Cat because he's one of my best men. <laughs> that cat was pretty awesome. And he saved the day at one point. Yeah. Like, didn't he come and shoot the uh, Yeah, the, he the pulled out the cop? big old cat. They yeah. had like a shotgun and he was like, yeah, blasted him. So, um, uh, Jason. Okay, so my favorite character. That's, that's kind of hard on this one because... I, I, I think it's got to be the police chief. Yeah. I can't remember his name now, but that guy was my favorite. Every scene he was in, I was laughing. So I was like, that's... That, 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 but that, that, that's all, folks. <laughs> I'm a scat man. Excuse me, the Batman. No, that did the job for me, you know, as far as... I was laughing every scene he was right. in. That was all I needed. Uh, for for me, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, just for the fact that I mean, he just he can make fun of his entire career yeah. in one movie, and I respect. Him. Except yeah. for he regrets ever doing the movie now, uh, just because it was you know originally a, a box office yeah, yeah, flop. Yeah, yeah, but no, I think it, I think it's a great movie, and it's people still watch it today. I think people enjoy the movie still. Um, and my ending note on this would be I, the one thing that could have made this movie even better. Is right before the credits, they show a kid watching the movie in the theater. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Well, I, That's one thing, okay, about this movie, I hated how, like, it left me feeling kind of sorry for Arnold, because he goes back into the movie, right. and the whole time, like, he, whenever he goes back in the movie, he's sort of like, it's not really, a, it's not real life, this is a movie, and stuff, and, and he's like, he's, he's sort of, sort of now playing the role of that kid and he's kind of nostalgic for real life but he's in a movie and it's it makes me really sad because now it's like he's trapped in and and what what does the movie do does it just keep running in a in a circle but that's the thing like yeah does, is it does, like groundhog day well, for him you know is he gonna remember though or does it kind of reset and he doesn't know anything but i wouldn't feel sorry for him because at the end he he literally rides off into the sunset yeah, but it was still sad. It was like it. It made me feel sad. I felt really sad at the it, end of the was, movie. Okay, so let's let's kind of wrap it up on this movie. Uh, let's let's talk about a ratings. I thought I did. Let's <laughs> let's rate this movie. Oh, I forgot about that. So I will give it one out of two fake eyeballs. Oh, okay. Even though there was only one fake eyeball, in he them. had like a whole case of. He them. had a whole case of them. So okay. I'll give it three out of five fake eyeballs. More than half. Bob. Uh, 7.5 for rewatchability out of 10. So this one scored higher than Total Recall? Oh, yeah. No, Total Recall is not a good movie. So <laughs> I gave it a four and I was being... I told you I gave it a four and I was being nice. You're such a dick. <laughs> okay, I give this um, 0.5 golden tickets. Out of one. Out of one. <laughs> <laughs> Out of one golden ticket, I give it 0.5. You should get a, give it a one out of two days before retirement or something. <laughs> that, that was my favorite. Just like, two days two before days retirement. He <laughs> <laughs> just died. Well, Jason, I believe you had some things you wanted to say. Did I? Yeah, you said I want to say at the end, I want to talk about... Yeah, oh, you know what? Yeah, all right. So since this is sort of wrapping up the episode, um, for what I just want to say, you know, like, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, this, yeah. 
Matt, you want to say anything? Um, you, as the newest addition to our crew here? Well, I mean, I mean as, as a listener, I, I know we're only a few episodes in, but I, I appreciate being on the show. Um, I enjoyed the first two episodes, and for everyone else out there, just, you know, thank you, as always, for listening. Thank you all very much. Um, okay, first off, I just want to say, um, you know, we did have uh, some pretty good, you know, just from our first two episodes, we've had some pretty good... Um, reception you know um we've had a lot of people you know give us some good uh feedback um positive and constructive there's uh, well i guess constructive is positive still anyway um we've had some good feedback yes less (laughs) good than good we've had a lot of fun doing this and we've actually made some pretty good connections our first guest um yeah, well, our first guest <laughs> is Matt. Say, our what? first, okay, our first non-friend guest, um, well, our first actual fan guest is going to be on next next episode, episode four. Um, his name is Sean Faust, and actually, he's a really super cool guy. I've gotten to talk to him a lot. You guys have started talking to him a, bit, a little bit, too. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, he's a really cool guy, and um, we didn't know him at all before this podcast, and... Um, that's sort of the magic of the internet. It's like, I mean, he's from New Jersey, and he's sitting here, he's like, oh, this podcast is cool. And um, he's actually this been... Is that our talks? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm so curious, where's old Jersey? Is that, like, England? Oh, and how he talks is probably like, oh, that guy's cool. I don't know, I don't know how to do it. That just sounded, <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> that sounded like, some, like a deaf person. <laughs> that guy's cool. <laughs> I'm deaf, that's why I like the podcast. <laughs> oh my god. I can't hear your bullshit. <laughs> that just went so south. Oh man. Anyway. It, it sounds like normal. It's just, it's just pretty amazing because this dude is actually kind of like out there in the music biz. And he's got he's got some pretty good connections. And he's actually been, you know, he he's liked this show enough to say, Hey, you should talk to this guy. You should talk to this guy. And, um... You know, it's it's really amazing how all of a sudden, just from from like one guy being interested in the show, this shows up becoming bigger than we even ever expected it. You know, we me and Bob when we first started, we were expecting two listeners, and that's pretty much it. And um, it's definitely quite now, a bit exponentially bigger than that. Like five? Oh yeah. <laughs> no, we've had several downloads. I mean, I don't even know how many. I'll have to off the credit do some several. More <laughs> several. <laughs> that oh, sounds wait, so wait. underwhelming. Is he making another joke? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We've had hey, we've had uh, the first episode got at least a hundred listens. I don't know how. Um, that was just you listening to it over and over. <laughs> and regardless, it was a joke. Um, but regardless, okay. anyway, he he's. <laughs> Most of this is out of respect for him. Like he's definitely going to be our first guest, um, first fan guest because of the fact that he's so gung ho for the show. And I mean, we barely even know him. It's awesome. Um, I, sorry to all our all our friends out there who uh, <laughs> who want to be on the show. I mean, we have some amazing friends. All of us do. And, I know um, we, we we have like and we have, we can have. A hundred shows just based on who said, "Hey, let's do a exactly." Show about yeah, this or well, that. it, it, that's freaking amazing too. I mean, we could just, if we want to, keep this thing going. Oh yeah, there's no. Yeah, we have no problem with content. It's too many moving parts. I think that might. Be. <laughs> I don't even know if why. If they could just hear me shake my head. Yeah. This episode, uh... Welcome to the Psychast. <laughs> <sighs> um, no, but anyway, um, this this. 
I say this every episode, but this this podcast is just fun. We do this for fun. Um, I mean, it seems like we then that we've got an an actor, an actual actor that acts in actual movies. I'm um, going to be on our show pretty soon. That's freaking exciting. So anyway, so thank you all so much for, for listening. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff in the works, really. I mean, we're talking about doing a YouTube thing. And uh, this this has sort of just been a dream, like, you know, an, an idea that has really evolved. And um, it's really exciting. And, and it, it really, none of it would have ever happened without the listeners, without you guys. Heart you. It's actually been a uh, memory implant. Uh, yeah. Oh God, topical. It's okay. nice. Um, anyway, um, so talking about uh, contacting us, um, you can email us at. Where's our email? <laughs> Every single time. Oh my God. Um, anyway, we're you can email email. Yeah. <laughs> you can email us. Emu. You can, you send your emo emo <laughs> uh, like messenger. It's the worst version of a, a, a messenger duh. I know. Well, no, it's like an emu. They send an right. actual messenger but it, but it's, emu. But it's worse than uh, duh. Yeah, because it's so much slower and it has to run on the fly street. And, yeah, it's, and it'd be too hot for its feet. We're on getting the there, though. Eventually, we'll, we'll pick up a bird of flight. Emu shoes. It's a new development in emu right. delivery Let's technology. Just, just. <laughs> so, you can email us at thatmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Um, also, if you want to hit us up on the Facebooks, facebook.com slash Bob and Jason, Twitter, at ThatMoviePod. Um, we're on iTunes now, woo! Um, and also, our website, if uh, you're into that sort of thing, is thatmoviepod.blogspot.com. Also, Stitcher coming soon. Stitcher coming soon, yeah, I'm working on that. Um, I'm kind of doing all the nerdness on the internets, which obviously I'm not that good at. If, if I can't on remember. the google.mail yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, No, but th- this thing is just hella fun to make. Um, we got a ton of people um, really interested already and um, I'm really excited to see where this thing is going. Um, okay, alright everybody. Hey, thank you so much for listening. This has been a hell of a time. And, um, just, uh, this is... (laughs) Bye!